Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com, or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50, and the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or have made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here today. I want to talk a little bit about dealing with setbacks because I think we all have had some in the recent couple weeks uh, with all that's going on with the virus and businesses shutting down and, uh, you know, our home life just not being what it normally is and all the different changes that we're going through. And I, I'd really like to uh, share uh, a message from this book that I absolutely love. And then I just want to talk a little bit with you about Um, how I've dealt with setbacks and how I try to counsel my clients to deal with setbacks on a regular basis. Of course, we're going to take this virus into consideration, but then we're also going to just look at life and and how we can't correspond eating as um, a method to deal with setbacks and how we have to be able to grace 
fully walk through life. And uh, when things get thrown at us, we have to be able to deal with them properly. And we really can't make excuses for um, why we don't deal with them properly. And if we do make some poor decisions, then we get ourselves out of that and we start making better decisions. But a book that I often go to and and that I highly recommend for everyone to get is Discipline Equals Freedom. And it's by Jocko Willink. And I love daily devotionals, uh, Bible devotionals, where you can open it up and you have, you know, the the little, you know, paragraph for the day of, you know, what's there to inspire you. And then it gives you a, a, an actual verse from the Bible. And then you jump in the Bible and you start kind of jumping around in that book and then you get more from that. And I kind of look at his book as a daily devotional too, but it's really more like a yearly devotional. Um, I have pages that like don't even, they're not even in the book anymore. So I really need to get another one, but uh, I've used it so much, but it's set up in a way that you could read just two pages and still get a lot out of it. And so I would suggest going to Amazon and ordering it again. It's, it's discipline equals freedom, Jocko willing. And if you haven't, uh, subscribe to his podcast. I would highly recommend it. He is a retired Navy SEAL. It's great information. If you listen to my podcast, I talk about him all the time and explain how much I appreciate his words. Uh, but he's just a positive person to follow, a strong leader to follow. And uh, it's nice to just have people in your corner that you're listening to that have that positive energy because we all know you're going to have plenty of negative energy so you need people like this that will help you to combat that negative energy so the title of this one is good and if you have the book it's on page 58 and it says how do i deal with setbacks failures delays defeats or other disasters i actually have a fairly simple way of dealing with these situations summed up in one word good this is something that one of my direct subordinates, one of the guys who worked for me, a guy who became one of my best friends, pointed out. He would pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, boss, we've got this thing, this situation, and it's going terribly wrong. I would look at him and say, good. And finally, one day he was telling me about something that was going off the rails. And as he soon finished explaining it to me, he said, I already know what you're going to say. And I asked, what am I going to say? And he said, you're going to say good. He continued. That's what you always say when something is wrong or going bad. You just look at me and say good. And I said, well, I mean it because that is how I operate. So I explained to him that when things are going bad, there's going to be some good that will come from it. And so I think we all know that things have been going bad lately. Uh, so what we have to do is as a team, we have to pull together and find the good in it. And that might seem hokey, but it has to be done in order for us to move forward as a nation in a positive fashion. We have to do it and we have to come out of this ahead. If we come out of it in the dark still, we're never going to be able to progress. We're never going to be able to open and, and, and truly be a success again. And I refuse to believe uh, that we can't come out ahead of this, that we can't learn from this whole entire situation, that all of us can't be better from it, no matter how big the setback is. And I've faced some here recently, so I know I can speak on it. 
But I really like what he's saying that something good is going to come from the setback. And this is Jocko Willinks. So I think he faced some setbacks, you know, when he was in the Navy. So on a mission, oh, a mission got canceled. Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get the new high speed gear we wanted. Good. We can keep it simple. Didn't get promoted. Good. More time to get better. Didn't get funded. Good. We own more of the company. Didn't get the job you wanted. Good. Go out, gain more experience, and build a better resume. Get injured. Good. Need a break from training. Got tapped out. Good. It's better to tap out in training than to tap out on the street. Got beat. Good. We learned. Unexpected problems. Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. This is his suggestion to setbacks. Jocko Willink. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. No, just look at the issue and say, good. Now, I don't mean to say something trite. I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Smiley Positive Guy that ignores the hard truth. The guy that thinks a positive attitude will solve all problems. It won't but neither will dwelling on the problem. No, accept reality, but focus on the solution. Take that issue, take that setback, take that problem and turn it into something good. Go forward. And if you are part of the team, that attitude will spread throughout. Finally, if you can say the word good, then guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, that means you've still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage, and go out on the attack. And so every night when I go to bed, I, I'm, I've been listening to Pastor Jeff Perry every night because he's been doing a prayer meeting at Family Church. And he's putting them on YouTube, which is awesome. So everyone can listen to it. So I've been listening to him. And so he's putting me in the mindset at nighttime to be able to go to sleep and think on the right things. Because the first week when all this happened and I, you know, was just in shock of uh, having a successful business and having had to have worked for five years to create that successful business and overcoming great challenges to create that successful business and having felt like a hurricane came in and actually just washed all of my business away in a week's time. Uh, so I was going to bed each night and uh, I didn't feel calm and I didn't feel peace. And I knew that wasn't God. And I knew that wasn't how I lived and how I was going to be able to move forward. Because if I kept moving forward in, in the method that I was currently in, I was going to die because I was going to have a heart attack at nighttime. So I started listening to Pastor Jeff's uh, prayer meetings and it really got me into a secure place when I was going to bed. So that was very important. And that allowed for me to actually wake up and start differently. So where he says, get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage and go out on the attack. Every morning, that's what I would do. And so I would go downstairs, usually and make a, a cup of coffee for myself every single day. That would be kind of the first thing I would do. Lately, I haven't been doing it. I actually asked my husband if he would walk the dogs for me, which I've never done. 
in the entire seven years of being together with him. I have not one time asked him to wake up early and walk our dogs. That is not what he does. He is not a morning person. And usually my fear is that he might actually kill someone in our front yard because he's so not a morning person. So I've never done that, but I needed the help in the morning so bad that I asked him if he could start walking the dogs and feeding the dogs for me. Because what would happen was as soon as I would come down those stairs from my bedroom, it was open fire. It was open fire from the IRS. It was open fire from Small Business Association, from First Bank, from all the banks, from uh, the clients, from everyone. It was open fire. And I was basically just holding up my shield and I was arming myself and I was just getting through the day and I was doing it with, with great strength. And, but I needed to equip myself just like he just said. So in John helping me by getting the dogs, I don't even make my coffee. I go directly into the bathroom and I start getting ready and I start drinking water. I get probably 30 ounces of water in and I tell myself, I'm going to listen to something that's going to get me ready for this day, that's going to equip me. It has to be a powerful message. I've listened to the ladies meeting at Family Church with Pastor uh, Patsy and Addison and Megan. That's helped me a great deal. I've listened to T.D. Jakes. I've listened to Les Brown. I've listened to a lot of different pastors. I've listened to whatever it takes to start my morning to where I was equipped and I was ready and I was loaded. And then I would leave the bathroom and I would go and I would get on my treadmill and then I would sit there for 20 minutes and I would just saturate myself with thankfulness. Thank you, God, that I have this treadmill. Thank you, Lord, that I'm healthy enough to walk. Thank you, God, that I'm going to be able to accomplish all that needs to be accomplished this day. Thank you, God, that you're still on the throne, that you're in control. That was what my entire 20 minutes of walking would be. And then usually I would share a message on Facebook because I would be so inspired by that first hour and a half of my morning. And then I would go to come downstairs and I would be ready. And if I did not do this, I was not okay. Okay. I could not deal with the setbacks of the day. So through this three-week process, we have been denied a paycheck protection loan as a business. We thought we were getting $90,000. We were getting no dollars from the government. Okay, zero. We thought 90. Okay, that would be our payroll and expenses times two and a half. We're getting zero. That was a ginormous setback because I have to figure out how to open and run a business with absolutely no money. All right. Now, I have to have my trainers apply for a PPP loan. And then I have to go to them individually, make sure they do it correctly. And guess what? We couldn't find a banker that would help them. All of their banks told them no, because they did not have business accounts within the banks. So we're sitting in a situation where they're going to apply for it individually and they're going to come in and work, but they're going to live off of the government money because we can't actually pay them because the government didn't give us any money, okay? So we're sitting in a situation where we're ready for them to apply, but guess what? None of their bankers would help them, 
not a single one of them. So we find one banker that a client of mine gives me and that banker helps every single one of them. Through the process, I have uh, trainers that are no longer with us. The process has become too strenuous, too stressful. They don't want to be involved in it. So we're experiencing casualties and bullets being shot at us. And, and we are under attack. And there are setbacks around every corner every single day. Okay. Uh, you, you're in a position to where you're having to go to a landlord and you're having to explain to them that you haven't been open for three months and you, you're going to need assistance and they want you to give them enough paperwork that could take you three years to prepare it all. These are legitimate setbacks. These are the types of setbacks that could put a person in a, in a closet and have them never leave the closet. All right. But the reality is, is that if God sets you in a role, okay, and God's put something in motion for you, and he's given you that vision for that, you therefore also have the strength to endure the setbacks. So you can't let the setbacks set you down. You can't let them get so fearful that you're in a position to where you suddenly change your lens and the lens isn't to a faithful God and the lens suddenly changes and it's to fear. And that's not, that's not faith. There, there is, you can, it's okay to experience the emotion of fear, but it's not okay to live in fear because God didn't give you that spirit. He gave you the spirit of self-discipline, of power, and, 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 and of love. And, and he is going to encourage you when you allow him to. So we can't use setbacks as our excuse for why we cannot remain healthy. One thing I want you to consider is that part of the reason why I can stay that focused or I can stay that centrally directed on that message is because I do not eat chocolate chip cookies in my bedroom at night. I do not eat a whole entire container of ice cream. I'm not eating pizza. I'm not eating anything that I know will poison my body right now. And if you are, it's okay. That's your deal. But if it's poisoning you and it's damaging you, you've got to look at that as a tool that the enemy will use against you to keep you from actually seeing what God has for you. He will use that food and he will cloud you and he will fog you and he will make you irritable and he will make you cranky and he will make you unable to respond the way you should. He'll set you into anxiety in such a strong way that you won't even be able to deal with life. And so those setbacks will be so heavily burdened on you that you will not actually see the promised land. And the promised land could be literally two days down the road from you, but because you're so overcome by those setbacks, you can't even see the light at the end of it. Bad food will poison your brain. It changes your neurotransmitter levels. It makes you think differently. It makes you see things differently. You see them less clearly. You get irritated more easily. You're, you're, you're not going to handle situations the way that you should. So please understand that your food needs to be 
a really important part of your ammunition every day. Just as I told you, that message that I listen to before I go to bed and that message that I'm listening to in the morning, it is a dynamic part of why I'm okay. It really is. It is exactly why I am able to get up and equip myself and take on all that is being thrown at me right now as an individual business owner. And I'm taking it on in stride and I am not in fear because I truly believe that we are meant to stay in business. And I know that this has been a disaster. I know I have absolutely no assistance from the government. And I truly just have this path that looks like resistance in front of me. But yet there, there's just this fire inside me that tells me that God has a plan and that he's in control and that I just have to get up every day and I have to serve him to the best of my ability. And he's going to clear the way for me every single day. And one night I went to bed and, and I prayed and I believed God that he would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that I could not contain. And the next day I had a, a person call me with the blessing. And then the very next day I had a person call me with the blessing. And maybe they were small blessings here and there but those blessings added up. But in the very same moment that God's opened up and he's poured those blessings down on me, do you know that I've had people kick me in the teeth at the same time? Do you know I've had people disrespect me? Do you know that I have had people turn on me? That I've had people do terrible things to me in the past three weeks too, but I'm not writing about it. I'm not talking about it. I'm not dwelling on it because it does nothing for me. It does nothing for my team. It does nothing for the kingdom. We do nothing to move forward by addressing any of those scenarios. It's happened. I've dealt with it. I've worked through the emotion of it. I've prayed on it. I've asked God to help me with it. And I'm asking God to help them with it too. And I'm believing God for a turnaround in their hearts because I want them to change. Now is the time for selflessness, not selfishness. Dealing with setbacks, people get selfish. And the only thing they can see is retreat. Let me figure out how I can fix this for myself. I can't deal with your problem. I know that's a big problem and I feel really sorry for you, but I got to fix stuff for myself. I got to think of myself. I got to think of how am I going to fix this for myself? Well, I just don't think Christ had us do that, you know, and I might get shot in the foot for the rest of my life for doing it that way to where I'm trying to pull together a plan to where it benefits all of us to where it benefits the clients, to where it benefits the trainers, to where it benefits my family, to where it benefits the whole community, I'm going to try to create a plan to where I can do that. And if I get shot in the foot every time, then I'll walk around footless because I'd rather go to heaven with no feet than sit here on earth and do everything for myself and sacrifice nothing for others because internally I can't live with myself if that's what my ultimate solution to dealing with setbacks is. The, the thing I want to stress with you today is that setbacks are going to come. 
And if you're going to use them as your reason to, to be irritable with your family members or your reason to not do a complete job at work or your reason to quit, if you're going to use them as your reason to quit, then you will never complete anything for the rest of your life. And if you're ever going to surrender to anything in your life, you should surrender to your faith. And your faith would tell you, do not quit. Do not give up. Because at the end of the day, God's got an answer. You could quit right here, okay? And he could have been right there with the answer. But you quit. You gave up too soon. Stay in faith. Even when the waters are rough, even when things get difficult, even when it feels like absolutely no way you can move ahead, believe God for breakthrough. And if the mission is his, if the vision is his and he gave it to you, I can guarantee you from personal experience, he is going to give you the solution. He is going to anoint you for change, even in the midst of great, great struggle. And everyone around you is going to be blessed by it. They will see what you went through and they will see the attitude you held while you went through it. And do you understand that you truly will actually become a witness to them? That's what we need to take from this, guys. We've got to take this and find the good in that bad situation, just like he said in that story. We've got to find a way to turn this around for good. Your witness, everyone saying no, everyone telling you there's no assistance, and yet you pressed on, and yet you didn't give up, and yet you didn't stop. That's the witness. For all of those other people that are prepared to quit and they're prepared to give up, you show them that you're not willing to give up, Maybe they'll stick with it. Maybe they'll stay the course. You be the witness, just as you would in your faith. The greatest witness for faith is not someone that opens the Bible and slams it over someone's head. The greatest witness for faith is someone who loves, someone who cares, someone who's compassionate, someone who is forgiving, and someone who is generous and giving. And let me tell you, in this situation right now, I have been amazed at the people that were willing to be generous with their time, with their love, with their kindness. And I have also equally been as amazed by the people that have disrespected and have turned their back or who have wholeheartedly not even attempted to check to see if everything is okay because they're so stuck in their own deal. And they can only focus on themselves. Remember, get out of selfishness and get into selflessness. Put a bigger vision in front of you, not just the initial problems. Okay, guys? Don't let setbacks keep you from having a healthy lifestyle. It's not a good excuse. It's a lie. You can still be healthy, even if you're experiencing setbacks. I'm going to do a video in my kitchen where I'm going to talk about what I eat in the day. And I'm going to tell you how every single day during all the challenges that I just spoke to you, I ate that food and how it kept my brain stable and how it kept my immune system stable while dealing with an autoimmune disease. 
Guys, you got to make it a priority. It'll make or break you. And it is the game changer. But please find the method to find the good in this situation and turn it, turn it into something strong. I pray for everyone out there for strength, for the courage to endure. I pray that you'll wake up every day and you'll focus like I said that I do. I pray that you'll go to bed at night and you'll listen to one of those messages. If you have a defeat station running in your brain, you have got to get a different station on. I don't care if you have to force it. I don't care if it's something that you feel like you hate to listen to. Make yourself listen to it. The Bible says God's word will not come up void. It is a seed. And when it's planted in you, it cannot come up void. If it doesn't plant or, or if you don't reap a harvest that day, the day will come that you will reap a harvest. I can assure you of that. There's seeds that were planted in me 20 years ago that are germinating right now at this moment. The faith that people put into me 20 years ago is the reason why I can stay stable today. It's the reason why I can rely on my faith in this situation. Be the light for someone. Watch how you respond to people. Try your hardest to be the strongest you can. And when you start to fall and when you start to crack and when you start to break, get in your war room, go in the closet, get on your knees and get in front of God and break in front of him and show him your weakness and let him Fix those broken pieces and help put you back together again. One thing at a time in his timing, guys, in his timing. But please make the food the priority. I promise you it'll change your life. God bless you for listening today. I pray that this message um, just fills your spirit. I pray that there's a word in it. Guys, I know that God gave it to me and I get on here and I talk and I I just know that he has a message and I pray that you'll hear it. And I pray that it helps to change your life. Um, and I just pray strength and encouragement. If you've experienced some of the setbacks that I've experienced recently, just know you're not alone. And if you need to send me a message and tell me that you're experiencing the same setbacks, do it. And I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you every day the same way I pray for myself. And you can pray for me now that you know. But let's believe God together. Let's believe him for breakthrough. I don't want to get mad about Ruth Chris. I really don't care. I hope they stay around. They have great stakes. One day I hope I have enough money in the bank that I can go to Ruth Chris anytime I want to. Because a couple months ago I did. But now I don't due to the local hurricane that just came through and took it all away. But the reality is sitting around getting mad about Ruth Chris, it's not going to move me forward. I've got to recognize that God is my source. And although the government should be my source and is not right now, I'm going to have to rely on God. And I'm going to show the world that he's provided. And I'm going to believe God for that continued provision. And I'm going to stay focused on his vision for our business and for our life. And I pray to God that you'll have the same courage and the same strength to do the same. You know, I, I really do. And if, if, I, if I can offer any further encouragement or any type of scriptural assistance, just message me. I'll do everything that I can to do so. That's what we're here to do. That's, that's what I want to do. And if we can offer you any assistance when it comes to your health, let us. We're still working. We're just doing it out of our house. And we pray that in a couple of weeks, we'll be doing it out of our gym. We pray 
blessing for all of you. And we thank you so sincerely from the bottom of our hearts, the people that have respected and supported Integrity Training Systems. God love every single one of you. You are amazing people. You see the vision. You see what we do. You see how passionate we are for this purpose. And I know he will align blessing for you just for blessing us with the business that you have. I pray that you all will receive that blessing. Have a wonderful day and thank you for listening.